Okay, here we go. The Panda Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Panda Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. <laughs> I enjoy being mad. You know what I enjoy about it? My wife explains things to me. I think you need someone in your life that's going to explain things. Last thing she helped me out with was a Facebook. I was not on it. I don't know if you know this. People get mad at you when they find out you're not involved in Facebook. <gasps> you are not on Facebook? So I got on. I was on for a couple weeks, and I go to my wife. I go, I don't, I don't get this. I don't get it at all. She goes, oh, you know why you don't get Facebook? You don't care about other people. <laughs> and she's exactly right. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. That would be the voice of tonight's special guest on the uh, Mikey, uh, Planet Mikey podcast. Uh, we're going to introduce him in just a moment here. But first, let me just tell you. Ben's here to tell you, actually. This is episode number... 132. What is correct? You know, Smitty, that's the first time Ben's gotten an answer right Off in weeks. Top. Yep. Mm. See, Planet Mikey podcast, at Planet Mikey on uh, <clears throat> Twitter. With Bill Smith, highly decorated. My name is Bill Smith, and here's where I live. <laughs> highly decorated broadcast professional and Navy veteran, by the oh, way. That's right, yep. We thank you for your service. You're welcome. We've got Ben Kitchen. He's also highly decorated. Mm. Yeah, it happened in Vegas during the march of the Peroni Penis Parade. You aren't supposed to talk about ben, that. Ben it's was in my high, contract. Highly decorated for his bravery. Let's circle back. Penis, bravery? <laughs> penis curvature correction treatment. Go to youbendme.com for more on that. One of our proud sponsors on the program here. And yours truly, three-time Emmy Award-winning TV host, 43-year broadcast veteran of 18 radio stations, a multiple gold star winner, also for my multi uh, multiplication facts, back in Mrs. Eaner's third grade. Got so many gold stars. I just thought I'd mention it. It's in my list of uh, re resume credits. That happened at Bauer School, Manchester, Connecticut. Bauer. Back in the 60s. Our special guest tonight is a very funny guy. I saw this guy, Jim Collin. He's he's funny as hell. I didn't know you were that funny until you got up there on the stage at Giggles. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't. If you just looked at me, you go, "There's a middle-aged white man as a guy." In the corner. Yeah, you, yeah. You seem like I, such I do, a normal dude. I do get that a lot. People come over and go, "You don't look funny," because you're just standing there. But yes, uh, and then you get on stage and. That's why they pay us to go to the comedy clubs. It's tell it's, the jokes. I went to Giggles and uh, he was right before Lenny got up there, and I said, "You know, he, this guy could, could stay out there a lot longer." That people loved your show. Oh, thank you very much. The folks I was with were. And the good news, I think you can go back in the next six weeks, and Lenny will be at Giggles. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got a connection there. I understand. He is. He's a good guy. He's Mike one of the is best. A good guy too. Yep, Mike Clark and Lenny Clark, uh, both very fine Clarks. As Clarks go, they're yeah, the top as far two. As the, the rest of the family, oh, they're awful. No, they're they're kidding, really the top nice. two. I mean, I liked Will Clark when he was on the Giants, but. Not like I like Lenny and no, Mike. Uh, Clark no, no. So, Jim, you're from Wakefield, Massachusetts. You're... I live there now. Yeah, I grew up in Bedford, and now I live in the lovely oh, town of Wakefield. You're originally from Bedford. Yeah, from Bedford. Yeah. yeah, right in this general area that we are in right now. Does this the mean, mean streets of were, Bedford. Were you rich? Uh, I didn't know it, but yes, we were. We were very well off. I didn't, but here's the thing. My mother didn't grow up with not a ton of money, and so she treated us like we were poor. And then it wasn't until I was oh. in like seventh, eighth grade, and a friend told me, he goes, like, we had a two-car garage and a five-bedroom house, but we were always told that 
you know, no, we're struggling to make ends meet. And a friend of mine just goes, no, you you have money. I'm pretty sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, They're kicking it from you. Yeah, yeah. My so. dad was a, ch- was a child of the Depression, so we had some weird habits in my house as well. It was like, you know, eat everything on your plate. But it got a little uh, carry. He got a little carry away with it, you know. When I took the garbage out, he bring him back in. She said, "Did you lick that garbage can?" <laughs> he was a tough guy, my uh, my dad. He was, uh, you know, he grew up in a depression when he actually had to work at age eight washing dishes. Oh yeah, yeah. So my fa- yeah, my, my father had to work. He and but he ended up buying this business that him and my brother uh, owned, so they did very well. But we would get hand me downs a lot, and I had five sisters and no brothers. Oh, so I was Ooh. sent to junior high. So what did you wear? Wearing a lot jeans. of pink. <laughs> Yes. Sassoons. Yeah. What what did you what about underpants? You didn't have to wear like pink. We're not going to get into that now, no. are we? Well, I, I was just curious. <laughs> they were frilly and tasteful, Mike. Five yeah. sisters, though. Five I had, sisters. I had four sisters, and how often? Now, where were you in the pecking order? I got uh, three older and two younger. Okay, and when you needed a shirt to go out, would they iron it for you? Would they wash your clothes yeah. and do your stuff? Uh, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, my mother took care of the ironing. But here's what my wife, who I've been married to for a bunch of years now, she said that she never thought our relationship was going to work because she would come over the house with five sisters, and I would just go, you know, what are we having sandwiches or you know at a party? And yeah. she goes, there was some sister that was just waiting on you, hand and foot. And yeah. she's like, I can't be with this guy. He's a jerk. He, <laughs> he never gets off the couch. Yeah. It's, it's in their DNA, I think. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, they did take care of me. Now this is a, uh, strictly a biological amusement, but uh, did they ever have? I mean, when they grew up and got older, did you ever have like a rough day or two when maybe they all had something going on, flow visiting or something like yeah, that? Yeah, as a younger man, you didn't know what that was. You would just go. You know, your father would go, "Let's go. We're going to go to New Hampshire for a day or two. <laughs> and you would get in the car. You didn't know why. That because that's if that timing you know lands properly, you you got no chance at that. So let me ask you this, Bill. You with your four sisters, did did when they borrowed each other's clothes, everything was always left in a ball. Yes, like she borrowed my dress and left. It in a ball, and a ball. then there would be tears and hair pulling in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Everything's left in a ball. I'm like, why is everything <laughs> left in a ball? So, did you? Now you have kids. Yes, I do. And you have da- daughters and sons. Yeah, I have, son? uh, I have two sons and a daughter. Okay, so All right, so you know. It, Reliving that whole thing with five women in the house. Yeah. I did think of that uh, as each of my daughters was born. I'm like, are we really going to go oh, this route? Really? Yeah. <laughs> See, in my house, we had three brothers and a sister. So in my house, it was like. If she even begged to try to say something in a conversation, she had a very soft voice, my sister. She'd go, um, Mom, could I have that last piece of toast? And it would be one of us saying, Shut up! <laughs> yeah, no. you know, just like completely him. And she was a doll of a human being, still is, my sister. My, but, you know, my mother would, up. yeah. My mother would always be at the kitchen table talking with my sisters about you know emotions and their feelings. And I would come up out of the basement or something, or come from downstairs, and she would go, "Do you want to talk about anything?" I'm like, "No, I don't ever want to talk about anything ever." <laughs> now, how did you do uh, in the when the comedy backed off based on the COVID nineteen stuff? Did that drive you nuts? Oh, it was awful. It was. I mean, like any like any comic, I'm sure that you have it in here. We were just used to working all the time, and you used to. You know, being at a certain level where your your book's filled and you're out there traveling. I travel a lot, and yeah. then all of a sudden it just it shut down. And and I guess I figured it out. Well, I said this will last for about a week, <laughs> and a year and a yeah. half later, you're just calling guys on the phone. I'm like, are we ever gonna do anything ever again? I'm telling you, we had Tony V on the phone during during the pandemic, and he was doing 
Drive-in shows. Oh, yeah, we did everything. Yeah. yeah. The stuff, like, if someone called you during regular times and said, hey, I got this show, you're like, are you kidding me? Go fuck yourself. I'm, right. not, I'm not doing that. But in this, like, yeah, you know what? I'll be there. Sure. Yeah. I would Zoom shows. I did a ton. Uh, I worked very clean. So uh, corporations were hiring me to do Zoom shows. So yeah. you would just, I would sit in my office and, you know, be telling my jokes to a computer screen. Right. A bunch of faces looking back yes. at you. Yes, yeah. Right. And you think it goes awful and you click off and then the company sends you an email. That was great. And I'm like, you don't know what great is. <laughs> that was Jeffrey or- Tubin knows great on a Zoom call. <laughs> I'm not talking. Now, when when T- Tony was on, he, I said, well, what was it like doing a, a show in front of a, a drive, you know, drive-in parking lot full of cars? And he said, well, it's the first time I ever got a beeping ovation. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Whatever. Now, that's a weird thing to have to go through. Now, uh, when you get up there in front of the crowd of people, I mean, you, your, your routine gets busy fast. It's funny fast. Get right into it. Has there ever been a time where, where it, either the crowd was stupid or slow or, or not quick to respond or just, uh, you know, and, and, you, and you had to get heckled by somebody and you had to give them back some shit? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, no matter – I don't care who you are, what level a comedian you are, where you work. There's always going to be crowds and you're just going to go out there and, and especially sometimes – if you're at a comedy club or something, you crush for the eight o'clock show, and then you're sitting in between in the green room in between shows. Like I could be the greatest comic ever, and then you go out there for the ten thirty show, and you're like, it's the same shit I was just doing an hour and a half ago. But there's just crickets. They're looking at you, yeah. and there's just something you got. And then all of a sudden, you maybe do need to do some crowd work or something to kick them in. Maybe or, they're more cocked at the second show than they would have been yeah. at the first show. Is that and possible? Kid, every every show is different, no matter where you go, yeah. and you know whatever you know. So, and especially like at my level, if like you said, you didn't know me going into the show. Right, so I didn't. You, you, I have to stand up there and prove myself. You're like, it didn't you're like, take hey, we're long here to see Lenny, but we'll see this guy. And then you're like, all right. So it's, it, it didn't take long for me to say, this guy's funny. Cause, you know, it, it's kind of like when you watch a TV show. After five minutes, sometimes you can say, well, okay, this show is not for me. And sometimes you keep watching, and that's the, that's the hook. With your uh, comedic act... It didn't take long at all for me to no, say, oh, this guy's funny, so I'm going to listen to everything he says. And and you talk a lot about, you know, fa- families, you know, like, you're, like you talk about your own personal uh Yeah, I talk a lot like, about my wife and three kids. you talk about going grocery shopping I did during, the, during pandemic? the pandemic, yeah, and how I hated it and, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, you're a dad, right? You have I a am. son. And M- many times. Yeah, and, you know, it's it, if the dad, whatever the dad buys is the wrong thing. Whatever it is. I bought paper towels. Why? Because the list said paper towels. I bought 25 rolls of paper towels. Right. I'm dragging them into my house. My wife goes, are those the paper towels you bought? And I said, no, I would never purchase these paper towels. <laughs> I brought these home to show you what other men would bring home to their families. <laughs> my wife's like, you've lived in this house 20 years. You know what kind of paper towels we use? I go, I'll do you one better. I don't even know where we keep the paper towels. <laughs> They're not right by the sink. I use my T-shirt. Now, what... what f- Really, variety of paper towel did she really want you to get? Do you, do you now remember after having that hard experience? Uh, no. So the behind the scenes of that joke is, yeah, my wife just came home and like the third time buying the wrong kind, she just held them up. She goes, why do you keep doing this? And I'm like, doing what? And she's like, you keep buying the wrong kind. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's a paper towel. <laughs> like we yeah, yeah. And then she said, no, I like this kind. And I'm like, all right. And then you go back and after B- you bouncy, get done. You, the quicker picker up. <laughs> you go yelling at your wife. You go into your notebook and you write something down. You know, my wife makes a very specific list, and she doesn't just say – she wouldn't just say – because I've done the same thing, paper towels. But, ugh, she's like, oh, these are the cheap ones. Yeah. Uh, you know, she'd make a list and say which kind it is, and it has this picture on the – I mean, she's very specific. Oh, I, I have her uh, – I have mine send me screenshots of exactly what it is. That's if I have a question mark about it, I'm like, wait, so what's the difference between the three of them? Which one do you want? 
Just yeah. send me a picture. My wife will do the exact same thing with yogurt because I have two girls now. Oh. One is 20 and one is, uh, let's say, younger than 20. Right. <laughs> She's probably 18. Yep. And uh, they're probably. very specific into the yogurt they want, and it's it's a nightmare. It's just a wall of yogurt, and you have to bring this home. If you bring it, you've ruined their week. Uh, you know, when it comes to yogurt, it's, it's a whole different culture. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why boys are easier because boys really don't care. You can if they say bring home cheese, you bring home cheese. They're going to eat whatever you put in front. Yeah, of Yeah, it's cheese. It's God cheese. damn it! What is that? It's cheese. Eat yeah. the cheese. As generically too, I used to go to to the stop and shop stores. You know, they had their brand. And back in the day, they had their brand. And there was a a, a thing called stop and st- stop shop right. It said shop right beer. That's all it said. Didn't say lager or pilsner or anything about. Generic beer. This is this is how old I am. Shoprite beer. Somebody said, "Give me some beer." Yeah, I don't imagine what that must have tasted like. Just a cut below. Uh, it, it was beer. <laughs> That's right. Just cut below Schaefer. If you're in college again, and the guy, you don't care. Someone yeah. brings Shoprite beer. You're like, yeah, throw me one of those, will you, buddy? Yeah. Well, I was drinking uh, out of a keg down in F- Florida with uh, at the fantasy camp. Carlton Fisk was standing next to the the keg, literally for three hours. And, and I don't know what kind of, he just kept pouring beer into his cup over and over and over again for three hours. Finally, he, he hits air. He opens the thing and it goes, tss. he says, I guess it's time to go to bed. <laughs> Imagine having that kind of limit on your life. I'm working a cruise ship down in Tampa and I walk by where the Yankees have their spring training. Yeah. And the gates are open and there's people in there that's cheering and it's, you know, whatever, 10 o'clock in the morning. And I go, I just walk up. No one stopped me. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to see what's going on. And there was the Yankee fantasy camp was going on. And it's one of the funniest things I've ever witnessed in my life. Middle-aged fat men stuffed into Yankee uniforms. Awful. With the Yankees legends just standing out the outfield, right. not giving a shit what goes right. on. And all the campers look like Stump Merrill. <laughs> yeah. You know? I, I did that experience. It was oh, tough. It was tough. It, I did meet a lot of good, good guys. But I tell you, you are so sore. You don't realize what baseball does to your muscles until you try to leg out a, a an infield hit yeah. at age whatever. That's it's a it, terrible man. thing. At age whatever, when you're not doing that anymore. Jim Carlton's here. He's from Wakefield, Massachusetts. He's a comic. He's very, very good, and we are glad appreciate you coming down here. Did you guys happen to see the LeBron James incident where he yelled at the at the announcer at the court basketball court? Did you see that, that video at all? Yes, at his kid's game. Yes, his yeah. son, Bronny. Bronny, Bronny James. LeBron has a son named Bronny. Bronny. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bronny. I didn't know that. Speaking of pe- the quicker picker-upper, <laughs> Bronny. Uh, and he, and he, he screamed at his kid. Well, he was at the no, game. No, he screamed and, at the announcer. Yeah, the announcer oh. said he, there was a foul, and the announcer said something like, well, I guess you get those calls when your name is on the arena because it was LeBron James built the arena that, they, that his son plays in. Which is a, it's a good line. I would say the same thing. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and he, he went over and started yelling at him. He, he he got up and walked over and started yelling at the announcer for saying such a thing. Uh, of course, you know, it's LeBron Stop James. Stop the game, mind you, to do this. Yeah. Now, if I'm the announcer, you have the microphone, and I would say, we need to get LeBron James escorted out of the LeBron James <laughs> gymnasium right now. He's scaring me. <laughs> yeah. It's Can a we hate get crime. security to kick him out of the gym he purchased? Unbelievable. Uh, it, so I was just wanting, you know, I've never been a LeBron fa- uh, fan. No. Uh, the reason... Yeah. When I was, I guess you get more shit on the radio for for hate, hating on LeBron and hating on Manny Ramirez. Wow. And I, the reason I hated on Manny Ramirez is because he's lazy. You know, he never, I mean, he didn't play defense. He didn't hit triples. He didn't run hard. He just hit. And he's a great hitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But with LeBron. You can get away with being lazy in baseball. 
Yeah. So, oh, sure. You know. Oh, yeah. It's especially depending on your position. But with LeBron, it's like, hello, I won the lottery, the body lottery, and uh, I'm six foot eight with that with that unbelievable body and all those basketball skills. Somehow, he thinks that he's godlike. And the joke is, you know, what's the difference between Jesus and LeBron James? Well, Jesus Jesus doesn't walk around L.A. pretending he's LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you, you, I don't. LeBron, we've been hearing about this kid since he was thirteen. Yeah, and yep. he was on covers of Sports Illustrated. So of yeah. course he's going to be a giant douchebag. Spoiled. You know, I mean, it's just yeah. we we raised him in the press, and and he's gone on to win championships now. So I can only imagine that makes it worse. And, yeah, yeah. But now he has to take take on the political and piss off a lot of people by saying, you know, I mean, okay, LeBron, and you know, people say shut up and dribble and all that stuff. Well, just pick your spots a little better, you know. Especially, you know, you're being videoed yeah, at that game. I'm with. I'm, I put basketball, any pro athletes, along with supermodels. You know what I mean? Like we don't need to hear you speak. And actors, we were, yeah, and act exactly. Actors and musicians. Well, we don't. You know, we don't need to hear you speak. <laughs> Just do do what you've been trained to do, and uh, let's move on. Wouldn't it be great if politicians couldn't speak and had to use sign language all the time? Wouldn't that be so unbelievably fabulous? And would you watch? No. Have you been watching uh, this? There's no joke at the end of this, but have you been watching? You know, they always have the sign person <laughs> at next to yeah. the. Pr- so the, the press conference is going on with the, the, the um, condos that collapsed down in Florida. Yeah. And the lady, I, I can't take my eyes off the lady who's doing the sign language thing yeah. because it's very tragic and she's just really making faces and going back and forth. Yeah. And well, like, no, no, can, keep this on. We got to watch her a little longer. You, you get a little bugger in the end of your nose and you, you, you grab it with your baby finger. You could be setting off a world war or something. <laughs> you don't know what you're saying. These people, you know, it's unbelievable. I'd like to learn sign language. I know this, uh, we're doing this on, on the radio. I mean, on the audio. This is work. See what I'm doing with my fists? Is that what that Pound, is? Yeah. yeah, that's called work. This yeah. this hand, hand across the chest that means love. Yep. This means uh, fuck you, pretty much. That's <laughs> that's a middle finger. We all know that one. But I'd like to learn sign language. Honest to God, I think I would really do, have no interest. I think I would no. do pretty well with the, the uh, hearing impaired people, women because they then they wouldn't have to listen to me. Yeah. Talk. Well, so uh, when I work cruise ships, sometimes they have hearing hearing impaired people on the ship, and then they have a signer down below the stage. Oh, doing the fun. jokes? Yes, they do your jokes. <laughs> really? It's just, yeah. That it's sounds just, awesome. Do they <laughs> do the ha ha? Like, no, they, do... they just do the jokes. They leave the ha ha to the people. And uh, it is funny seeing your silly stuff being signed out. You yeah. know what I mean? And, uh, and, and... But what happens if you make the sign language person uh, the interpreter, I guess? Laugh and they just can't keep doing it because they're laughing at the joke. Well, you always you can't like they're standing <laughs> off stage down below, but you have to go over and like no matter where you have to go over and have fun with them. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, I would imagine I, so. I go if I'm talking too fast, you let me know, and they're told not to look at you so they right. don't look down. Yeah. Like I can see you, but some of them have really weird faces and they make funny faces too. Yeah, when they're doing this is that. The woman they're down in to... Florida, she has very she has great faces. Yeah, she is. Uh... As opposed to my uh, ex-wife, who was virtually expressionless my entire marriage with her. You know, she never even uh, acted like she cared or heard anything <laughs> I said. That seems like things you may want to work out on another podcast. Come on, <laughs> man. <laughs> well, I, I think I fixed it, though, with the second marriage. Oh, I think I did. Yeah. Um, now, the Statue of Liberty came up into the news. <laughs> this is like my favorite. I mean, she is wicked hot, first of all. The second Statue of Liberty. Liberty. Yeah, she's French. She's hot. Lady Liberty. She can hold her arm up in the air for a long, long time without uh, any cramps. But people are trying to cancel her, as they're doing with anybody that's important in today's culture. Did you hear about that? Saying that she's that she's just a reminder of how America sucks now because everything that the Statue of Liberty stands for is being, 
made fun of or ended by today's right-wing culture or whatever it is. I don't know. Something, people go off on these tangents about shit. Hello, the Statue of Liberty now? Well, the communists don't like her. Why? Because she's not communist. So what are we just, we're going to pack her up and send her back to Paris? We, we Is that what we can't now. Uh, it's far too no. late. Who, who would want to cancel the Statue of Liberty? Well, somebody would hijack that it. on the way back. My over. name's in there. Can't do it. Can't take it. What do you mean your name's in there? Yeah, they used to do something where you, like, my grandparents did this in the 80s, where you paid like 10, 15 bucks. And like Bill Smith's wall here with all the musicians yeah. that have been down here, you yeah. just scribble your name somewhere. So me and my brother's name are written inside the... Uh, That's called graffiti. It's called vandalism. <laughs> yeah. oh. You paid some homeless man $10. So you're telling me my grandparents are felons? <laughs> Probably defacing a national monument, and, and probably probably immigrant felons, which is even worse. Mikey, how long till the fighting Irishman? Someone goes after Notre Dame fighting as an Irish. They guy. are going I, after. I, are they are they are going now. You know, because Irish guys like no, no, buddy, we ain't letting that go. Well, no, <laughs> and, and plus the fact that it's like when the, like the Indian tribes that say, well, you're you're, you're besmirching, you know, the Cleveland Indians and all. I would be proud of it. It's like you're supposed to be proud. Indians I kind of actually get, though. Why? Because it's a very ge- general term encompassing all of them using the wrong terminology. So my town, Wakefield, we just had a huge vote. But we like, were, if it's Warriors, I think that's fine. That's where we were, the Wakefield Warriors. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess the the logo, the, the, the warrior head, was offensive. Oh, with and like so, the headdress and everything yeah, like that? So yeah, so they had a Zoom call, and this lady who's a psychiatrist and got on, and she was saying, or a Zoom meeting that I watched, that have a little some, powwow with her? So, some of the children have so much anxiety with the warrior head that, that, that they can't come to school. What? And I wanted to call in and go, well, then those kids are fucked. All right, if they have anxiety over their town's mascot, they're not going to make it in life. It's like, come on, what are you doing? That's bullshit. It is. That's exactly what I said. The Vanderbilt Commodores. Do Commodores get pissed? You know who didn't like it was the psychologist didn't like it. Yes, it's exactly. And like most, and my kids that went to high school, like we could care less, Dad. You know, we don't. You know, and so most of the, I would say the vast majority of the kids in the high school care less. Well, Provincetown, they got the, the 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 team is called the Savages. Up there, I don't. <laughs> so, know, did you hear about that? No, I'm gonna let anyway, you go with this one. I have a tribute to the Statue of Liberty because she's. I got a crush on her, and I would just like to do a few bars of this. This is this is the song about which the Statue of Liberty. Go ahead, play the song. I, I'm all. I'm getting worked up here. I got tears in my eyes. You're tired. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Hold on. <clears throat> Your hardened mass is yearning to be free. Everybody. The wretched refuse of your teeming shore. It's my favorite part. Send me. Oops, I'm sorry. These, the homeless tempest tossed to me, especially the hot ones. I lift my lamp. Beside the golden horn. Mikey, that was, that was beautiful. That was very touching. Well, you guys don't know Did this. Did you just but... call her a whore? <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know, I was Mikey playing around with that words. in there at the end. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I, th- I do. Th- I respect her very, now, very much. A lot of people have been insiders. So. And what about the CRT stuff? Have you heard about that? Critical race. Tr- critical race. Uh, what's Theory. it called? Theory? Yeah. Nope, this is brand new to me. me. Well, they're teaching in school now that white people 
were so bad and rotten and still are. Yeah. It's yeah. All I'm a about, middle-aged white man. I know all about not being able to say anything. terrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're just scumbags just sitting here. <laughs> I think that's I think that's racist. I think the whole idea of CRT is a racist. Of course one. it is. It's totally racist, and they're just turning it backwards and trying to make you think that it isn't. Yeah. So I, let, let me ask you this: What about what about the white people back then that were like abolitionists? Are they terrible too? Or that died in the Civil War trying to abolish slavery? Are they are they racists? I'm no. asking. Or are they soldiers? No, the guys that tried to abolish slavery were the Republicans, the good guys, and the guys that wanted to keep <laughs> slavery were the Democrats. You know, the party that's in control these days oh, that's trying to institute yeah. CRT? Yeah. It's insane. But the Democrats would say, well, since then, basically the parties have switched places. And, you know, all the, all the things well, the Democrats were then are now the Republicans. Yeah. It's just the whole idea of it. Why teach a little kid in kindergarten? Okay, you know what? You're white. You should feel really guilty. Kids like, I can't help being white. Both my parents are white. It's like, what are you going to do? I was driven here in a Volvo station wagon. There's nothing I <laughs> did, can do about it. Did you know you were coming on Hannity and Combs? <laughs> no, no. I'm just... <laughs> Combs is let's, dead. Let's break down the issues. Uh, my hair. I need... A, look at my hair. I need some Combs. Yeah. Uh, do you have... Do you have, do you have, do you have a comb on you? Have you I'll find you. No. Uh, so anyway, I, I'm just throwing out things to talk about here because I like these, these topical things. Which commercial do you hate the most? I figured out which one I hate the most. Oh. I well, t- besides the toenail fungus commercials, which just gross me so much out. There's a new one on that's very graphic. It's like six layers of. It looks like stalactites and stalagmites in inside your toenail. It's a, a yellow. Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. It's pretty gross. Oh, yeah. it is so disgusting. That's the one I hate the most. But the one that is overplayed, the Allstate ad where the guy has the singing hood ornament. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's make the, lots of money. The black guy driving down the yeah, highway. Yeah. And I don't know why I have to bring up that he's black, but I just did. Um, yeah, it's 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 creepy. Like, it, it, you watch it for 30 seconds, you're like, ah, get this off the screen. And this hood ornament who's mercurial and metallic, and she starts singing along with the guy driving the car, and it's all about saving 600 bucks on insurance. Yeah. I'll pay you 600 bucks. Now, if you take that ad off my fucking television. But you remembered what the ad was about. Isn't that cool? But I'm See, not buying it. One I hate, and I don't think they still run it anymore, and I don't remember what it's actually for, is the commercials with the guy that's like half man, half motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It freaks yeah, think, me the fuck out. I think out. that was insurance, too. And I'm Probably. So, I, I can't stand insurance, all right? it's. I think it's one of the biggest... Scummy things going in this country today, honestly. Yeah. So I had a tree fall in my backyard. It damaged my fence and uh, my deck and also my uh, golf clubs and laptop were out there. <laughs> so I called my insurance guy. I said, hey, what do I do? Do I take pictures? And this is the honest to God truth what he said. He goes, you can, Jim, but honestly, we consider that an act of God. We're not going to cover anything. Oh. Act of God. Right. It's the greatest excuse going. Like, only an insurance company comes up with that. Sure. My guy called me next month. He goes, Jim, we didn't get your payment for last month. I said, oh, God came to me in a dream. <laughs> Told me to take my family to Cheesecake Factory with that God. money. <laughs> you know, you say that. I just literally, three days ago, did have a tree fall in my yard. I, you, you, I believe that you had one. Yeah, fall. I did. Oh, yeah. That's but this happened just three days ago, so it's, it's eerie you know, in a kind of an eerie kind of way. That you mentioned that tree falling in my yard. And now it's on you. you got to pay for everything. It's, it yeah. is, because it fell. It was in our neighbor's yard, but it fell onto our property. So yeah. the, and the, sp- the sky is my, the my act property. of God, you know, uh, written into the It's such bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you go? I don't believe in I'm, God. I have <laughs> insurance in case trees yeah, fall exactly. over in my yard. Right. It's the point. Uh, why do you need condoms? Everything's an act of God, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, his daughter... Uh, Michaela, 
Now, which gender do you think Michaela is? I'm going to go with female. Yeah. I would say. But I, I'm sure, like I said, I'm a middle-aged man. Well, sure she would argue I would with go you. with non-binary. Yep. Uh, right, right. Get out your Guess manual. What, fuckers? My patience is <laughs> wrong out. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Michaela Kennedy Cuomo. Now, Andrew Cuomo was married to a Kennedy, you know, uh, yeah. one of the Kennedys. Yep. Uh, I don't know which one. Uh, she is now. Okay, let me just read this story to you, okay? Because there's words in here I don't understand. Michaela Kennedy Cuomo, the youngest daughter of New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, has revealed she's demisexual as opposed to Cuomosexual. After opening up about her queer identity, the 23-year-old offered more insight about her sexual orientation during a conversation last week on Instagram Live with actor, activist, and author Donato Tramuto. He's good. I I read him all the time. (laughs) During their chat, Michaela explained that she identifies mostly as as demi demisexual, which P F L A G. I don't know what that is. Guess what, fuckers? My patience has run out. Pansexuality is not inherently biphobic. This isn't her. That's that other woman from last time. I, I cannot say I don't even know what we're talking about. I right don't now. either. I don't so, either. <laughs> and I'm the one talking about it. So she's she's not saying she's a lesbian, but she, she's not straight. Well, she says a demisexual person can be gay, straight, bisexual, or pansexual. What is that? You have sex with pans? Doubles your chances for a date. Peter Pan. <laughs> He's busy. She she went on Instagram to tell the world she's super confused right now. Very confused. Yeah. Yeah. She says when I was in elementary school, actually I'll do her voice here. When I was in elementary school, <laughs> I feared I was a lesbian. When I was in middle elementary school, school, I came out to my family and close friends as bisexual. When I was in high school, I discovered pansexuality, and I thought, that's the flag for me. They are both valid sexualities. Mm. Michaela uh, added she's always evolving, which uh, despite being hesitant about speaking out due to those who assumed she was seeking attention. No. Yeah, has anyone told her no one really gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> you know. Hey, thanks for going on Instagram. So do you want to know what a demisexual is? I, 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 I kind of do, yeah. yeah. Uh, demisexual, to not be sexually attracted to someone unless you have a deep emotional and or romantic relationship. Both of them. So most girls I met in college were... De- were that demisexual? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> so, exactly. Am I when demisexual? I over and said, "Hey, how you doing?" And they said, "Yeah, I'm not attracted." Does that mean I'm demisexual <laughs> with my pillow? <laughs> No, because I have a very what's what is it? Describe that again. Uh, it is someone who is sexually attracted to you only under the condition that they have a deep emotional and/or romantic relationship. That's my pillow, but that's a relationship. For the best night's sleep you know, in, in the, the whole wide world, MyPillow.com. That's our proud oh, sponsor, right. Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, 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 I should know Jim, something. Jim, Jim had a joke there. fired up. And, <laughs> I'm sure you've heard about the unbelievable uh, proficiency at making pillows that MyPillow has expressed and shown over time in memorial. I don't know what I'm saying right now. I'm just throwing words out there. My pillows are the best pillows in the entire freaking world. And I'm, I'm happy to say that. I know that Bill Smith has three. I do. Ben Kitchen has one. Two. He's got a doggy bed. Yep. He's got a doggy bed. Doggy bed. I got the MyPillow uh, butt augmentation underpants. I have the Giza sheets in there. Everything that they say they are. You know, maybe we should convince Jim Collin to get a a 
my pillow. I should. I'm gonna leave here and uh, head to the nearest phone. My pillow <laughs> store. Do they have a store? Yeah, you can yeah, just my go online. Are us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can like go Toys online. Toys R Us. My pillows are us. Mypillow.com. And, and make sure you mention the uh, the promo code, which is Planet. You'll get a forty percent discount. Oh, forty off. Pillow. There we go. And tell all your friends too, Jim, yeah. because we're gonna sell a lot of pillows <laughs> for the money we've asked them to pay us. Next for this comedy podcast. club I'm hanging out. Hey guys, <laughs> mypillow.com. Code. Try the new my pillows, my slippers, which Smitty has a pair of. Yep. Uh, the uh, the uh, on these pillows, these pillows, these uh, slippers took two years to develop by Mike Lindell. Uh, you can wear them indoors. You can wear them outdoors. Uh, they're made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue. They're made with quality leather suede, and they look dandy. And that impact gel is everything it's cracked up to be. It it is. Yeah. It's good stuff. Go to mypillow.com. Use the plant the uh, planet. Promo code. I have a hard time saying that. <laughs> Promo code Planet and get 40% off. Or call this number 800 865 0738. And please speak up because the guy who answers the phone has little My Pillow earplugs and they're very dense. Now, if it's a, it's a, it's a, something that you can, it's a slipper that you can wear outside the house. Yep. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a shoe? Uh, it has similar ramifications as, yeah, as shoe that, wearing. Yeah, it, All right. The top of it is slippery. Right. Or, you know, slipper. Looks like a slipper. The All bottom right. of it has like a nice rubber sole right. to it. For the I best just... night's sleep in rubber. the whole wide renaming world. Com. Rubber Soul, you said. That's my favorite Beatles album. It's a tremendous, tremendous album. Jim, let me ask you. I, we, yeah, sure. we ask all the comedians that come in here, because I'm very curious what everyone's kind of taste is. All right. I want to know. Build out your favorite, your your you know ideal fantasy dream comedy set. You have an opener, a middle, and a closer. Oh That's wow! A, a good question. We've asked every comedian. That yeah, there's been some you know common themes. Some names have been named across a couple of uh, different people, but alive or dead? Uh, yeah, alive or dead? Uh, yeah. I, I... You know this is go- this is going to sound creepy, but uh, growing up, I-, I would have to put Bill Cosby on the uh, on the show. Yep. I think we're going to have Bill open so we can get him the hell out of there so he doesn't mm, drug yeah, have one. Him, yeah, um, yeah, I'd have to be, I'd have to go. Pop, don't melt. I'd have to go Cosby, uh, David Letterman, and uh, Seinfeld. Mm, very interesting. And, uh, you know, Seinfeld was the one I you would watch as, and, and I'm like, all right, if this guy seems normal, if he's doing it, I can do it. You know, like. Just a regular guy. You know, he wasn't wacky on stage or anything like that. Yeah. So, so those are three guys. I mean, they're all, you know, relatively clean comedians. Is yes. that what influenced you to be a clean yeah. comedian? Yeah, and you know what? When I, I would always watch them, and and, and, I like, and then I started, and guys, other comedians would say, hey, if you can work clean, you can make a living at it. And that was my Brian goal. Regan. Sure. Yes. And so I used to go, uh, then I started opening for Brian Regan on the road. And I'd watch him just blow the place away for an hour being clean. And so then, and Jim Gaffigan's another guy who's been pretty good to me, and he works very clean. So, now my, my three were uh, what? Moms Mabley, <laughs> Henny Youngman, <laughs> and uh, Carrot Top. Yeah, Carrot Top. I, I got to have him you as You want to hear my Carrot Top story? Yeah. So I forget what Carrot Top's real name is. Um, but so I have a college agent years ago, and she comes out to dinner, and she's very good friends with Carrot Top. She's like, has been working with him for years. And so she's telling this story, but using Carrot Top's real name. She's like, oh, he's out in Vegas. and he just Scott Thompson. Yes, yeah, Scott Thompson. She's like, Scott Thompson just did the show. And then all of a sudden he's back in his dressing room. There was a woman in his shower and he didn't know what to do. And my wife just goes, who is, Scott? Who is this now? She's like, oh, well, you know him as Carrot Top. And my wife goes, oh, I hate Carrot Top. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding? 
Kidding me? Honesty, I love the it. The agent's right here. And you just, oh, I hate Carrie. See, I love that kind of brutal honesty. When it, yeah. That's the that's the funniest shit on earth when it happens naturally like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And she didn't. You know, she didn't know what she was saying. Actual honesty. Um, I actually my my threesome on on stage would probably be uh, Steve Martin. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Sam Kinison and George Carlin. In, in that order? Yeah, because I don't work clean, you know. I'm working, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm working. No, I love, I love dirty comics, too. You know what I mean? I, I you know. love dirty. I'm dirty. I'm, I'm Look at me right now. I'm all dirty. Over here. <laughs> Look at this. I got dirt coming off my face and everything. Damn <laughs> it. All right, I got a thing here, a little game called uh, What's in a Slim Jim? And it's time to play... What's in the Slim Jim? I'm booth announcer Ned Cockwart with our host of tonight's show, Mike Adams. Thank you, thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's time to play What's in the Slim Jim, and our guests tonight we have three contestants. Behind door number one, Jim Cowden from Wakefield, Massachusetts. Very funny, funny comedian. He's a stand-up comic, and he's not even standing up. And between door number two and door number three, looking for his zipper, is Ben Kitchen. Ben, hi, how are you? What do you do for a living? Thank you. And you, Bill Smith, number three. Thank you so much. What's in a Slim Jim? Actually, this is a very easy contest. All you got to do is tell me what's in a Slim Jim, and if you get one wrong, you're out. I'll go first. All right, who wants to go first? I'll go first. No, let, let, let's let Jim go first. Jim? He's our guest. Uh, uh, I'm going to start with dog food. <laughs> <laughs> so, horse? <laughs> yeah. No, I, please. Players will refrain right, yeah. from using phony articles. Is of, it a sponsor? Is that why we can't shit on Slim Jim? No, you can no, shit. Oh, all right. Shit on them all you want. I want uh, you to get it right so you win the Slim Jim. All right. Uh, the weird thing uh, is when you shit them out, they come in the same exact <laughs> shape. Wrapped. I'm going to say... Uh, Ingredient. Uh, Macho Man's uh, dead, so you don't have to worry yeah. about offending Sausage. Is it, well, what is... What's in a sausage? Technically, what's in a sausage? You got to name something that's actually... Isn't a, a, isn't a Slim Jim technically a sausage, then? You, would you go fuck yourself? Oh, oh. sure. No, seriously. Uh, it's, a, it's You have to name a... a, a uh, An ingredient. Yeah. yeah. Sodium. Yes. Ah, bingo. Ooh. I'm just going to find that. Can I? It's probably a sharpie the, so I can cross the, it off. It's probably the first list. No, it's thought. actually, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Salt. Yeah, that's sodium. That's sodium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, now I can cross it off the box. <laughs> I, I just got tossed as, I just got tossed a black magic marker. I tossed it to you, Mikey. Got a black magic marker. <laughs> Got a black. All right, I'm crossing off salt. Let's so move that's on a to win the, for me. Yes, but you got one. One. Yeah, you got. Go ahead, Ben. Ooh. What's in a Slim Jim? Mm, Mongolian beef. Oh, that's be a callback. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> a- asshole. That's. Is that in there? Right here it says <laughs> cattle <laughs> anus. No. <laughs> what, what, did, what do you have? Come on, give me a real fucking. What do you call it? Uh, ingredient. Don't make up this weird shit. I have, <laughs> lips. I have no idea. What's in a Slim Jim? Oh, I just named something that could be in a Slim Jim. Meat byproduct. It's generic. Smitty, you want to try this? This kid, he never got out of fifth grade. I got one. Water. Water. Thank you very much. It's the one, two, three, fourth. Ooh, that's good. The fourth category. <laughs> Jim, you want to try another one? 
We got water. We got salt. So far, you have salt water. Uh, <laughs> I mean, salt water. What does that water weigh, Smitty? What what's holding it all together? Eight I pounds. wonder. Eight, eight uh, pounds for a gallon of water. Did you know eight, a gallon of water weighs eight pounds? No way, really. Yeah, I mean, it, what's it made out of? It, it's simple. It's what's, got a casing, so we got to figure out what's in. I'm gonna go uh, ham. Is there any ham? <laughs> no. We have any kind of pig? Yes. Okay. Should we give him that pig? Pork. Pork. pork? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is what I was trying to get at. You know, mm. pork is like a, okay. He's our guest. He but, gets a mulligan. No, I know, but <laughs> but you guys are guessing salt fucking water over right. here. It's Fine. a goddamn slim jim. Uh, chicken. <laughs> Mechanically separated <laughs> yeah, chicken, me- but not just chicken. Mechanically separated chicken. It can't be hand. Wow. Separated. No, no. 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 Mechanically, uh. they have little robots that can robot chicken. Yeah. While it's, it's what, alive. What the robot found on the floor, they ship <laughs> off to the fine people at Slim Jims. <laughs> so far, we got pork, mechanically separated Very chicken, presumptuous of you to salt, say fine and people water. At Slim <laughs> Smitty. Hmm. There's about ten more. All right, stand by. I got one coming. See, he, 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 there's no way he worked at he worked at a Slim Jim factory. Ascorbic acid. Uh, ascorbic isn't that vitamin C? I don't know what the hell it is, but see it's see if it's in there. No. I mean, I'm disqualified. That's it. There's another, there's several other kinds of acid in there. <laughs> blue, the blue tab, <laughs> right? Orange sunshine. Anybody got some guesses? How about not fentanyl's the drug, right? Yes. <laughs> so I'm guessing it's not fentanyl. What's the other one that's in sausage? Uh, not fentanyl, but fennel. 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 That's good. Fennel. <laughs> fennel. Uh, corn. Corn oh, that syrup. Is good. Corn syrup? Yeah. No, but is see, that, come on. Uh, you, man, you guys all suck at this game. Because <laughs> it's the worst okay, game ever. It's the stupidest right, game with the worst right, prizes. Right, I'm going to give away Although the prizes I like here subjects. because you know why? Because I'm really getting pissed off. <laughs> you don't even guess beef. Nobody well, we says said ham. Didn't I say we beef said, byproduct? Said, yeah, yeah. I said beef byproduct. That's Chicken. No, no, you said Probably meat more byproduct. Ac- oh, I did say meat. Yes. Son of a bitch. Okay, so let, let me read them off. Beef. I said Mongolian beef. Pork, mechanically yeah. separated chicken, <laughs> water, textured soy flour, oh, yeah. mm. corn soy. syrup, contains less than 2% of natural flavors, dextrose, paprika, paprika. hydrolyzed soy protein, I was maltodextrin, say lactic acid starter culture, that's what hits you in the morning. That one right there. <laughs> Barley malt extract, citric acid, which is not ascorbic acid. That's correct. Yep. Soy lecithin and sodium nitrite. Sodium nitrite. You man, see, but you know what? Here's what I'm going to do for you guys, because your body will figure this out for you. Here's one Slim Jim for you. Thank you for buying Here's the full one size Slim ones. Jim for you. How old are these? <laughs> they're, they're brand new. I just got them. And I and I get the last two. All of our guests receive this exciting parting gift. Actually, <laughs> what, let's see I, if it was, still has a snap to it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Does it? Oh, awful. The um, the thing about our guests is that, and, and Jim didn't even know this. He still came to the podcast. Yep. Each one of our guests gets a designer, expensive, delicious gourmet coffee cake from the My Grandma's oh, Coffee Cake Company. Oh, wonderful! Yeah. Shipped directly to your house. And I'm going to name a few flavors, and I'm going to ask you to pick the flavor that you want of the My Grandma's Coffee Cake. Call 1-800-8-GRANDMA. It's a true story. Or go to mygrandma.com. But I'm going to ask you right now, Jim, 
Uh, pineapple, coconut, blueberry. Definitely not that one. <laughs> blue, <laughs> bl- Come bl- on, man. Blueberry, cinnamon, walnut, cinnamon, walnut without nuts. Uh, Granny Smith apple. Uh, what let's, are the go, other? let's go. Uh, there was Just one with walnuts. Blue, yeah, without Blueberry, walnuts. Blueberry is phenomenal. Blue, is that the one to go with? Blueberry's great. I I always recommend that to everyone, Bill. You like blueberries? Blueberry is the way to go. Blueberry. Okay, a blueberry cake and for see Jim if you Cullen. can get extra fentanyl in that <laughs> for the kids. I'll make sure I mention that uh, for Jim Collin, the comedian who is very very funny. He was at Giggles when I saw him and met him for the first time. Yeah, and. Uh, Glad to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. All it's, my all my dates are on my website if anyone wants to check that out. That's the Jim Jim what? W H A T dot com. His, no his one, website for for if you want to see where he's playing and it's really worth going to wherever he is. Jim What? W H A T. Yeah, because no one could ever spell my last name. That's so. right. For a couple and, of years it was Jim Colleton and then It's C O L L I T O N. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty good, right? Yeah, very good. Yeah. Uh, Jim Collin on the on the uh, show tonight. We thank him for making the trip out here and enjoying the uh, the uh, time here on the studio with oh. Bill Smith, oh, Ben yeah. Kitchen, yep. Jim Collin, and, uh, and thank you for the Slim Jim. This, and was, the, <laughs> this was more than I could have imagined. You got to find a space to sign on the wall. <laughs> yeah, right. Use a Slim Jim. I might have gym. to uh, pop up to Hollis, New Hampshire. That's Is not that, too far from my house. Oh, yeah. Comedy Uncorked at this Fulcino Friday Vineyard. Yeah. It, yeah, it's a great little vineyard up there, and um, it's a great time. And I think... You get like a package meal deal, and you get wine, and then a comedy show. I know him with Dave Russo and another guy. Very Who's funny been, guys. Dave's been on the podcast yeah. before. He's Dave's, he's funny yeah. with his little scally caps. Yeah, yeah. makes so the, little. The Robert De Niro face. <laughs> yeah, he's yes, so he, little. Yes. Um, when we go on the road, we just pull out a drawer. We make him a little bed and <laughs> tuck him in. So we're going to uh, do a little uh, Castiglioki now. This is by request. Uh, okay. Ben Kitchen has an appreciation for old music, so he asked Joe and Jerry to put together a little Elvis tune for you. Don't you ever kiss me once, kiss me twice. Treat me nice. I know that you've been told that it's not fair to tease. So if you come on cold, I'm really gonna freeze. If you don't want me to be cold as ice, check me for lice. That's not the word. If you really care, scratch my back and run your pretty fingers through my hair at Shaw's. I know I'd be your slave if you asked me to. But if you don't behave, I'm going to walk right out on you. If you want my love, then take my advice. Bang me twice. Make me feel at home, Joe. If you really care, give me that little razor and I'll shave my pubic hair. Ha 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 ha! Yeah, be a slave, Jerry. If you ask me to, please stand back, though, because I'm allergic to goo. If you want my love, then take my advice. Hey, treat me nice, you son of a bitch. 
Treat me nice! Asshole!